Imagine you wake up tomorrow as the true creator of your own life. What will you do with it? Imagine you could lead yourself through any obstacle or challenge standing in your way. Imagine you feel joyful, alive and free to live the life you dream of, be true to yourself and to make a real difference in the world every single day. You can. You are all these things already. In this moment, tomorrow and the next day. You already have everything you need within you to create, lead and live the life of your dreams. I'm Emily Wilkes and I'm so very excited you've invited me to join you on this journey. Hello and welcome to another episode of Create, Lead, Live. I'm Emily Wilkes and today I'm going to be chatting to you about how to be more you. And when I say being more of you, I'm really referring to letting more of yourself out in the world, sharing more of the magic of who you are and being more of yourself in your business as well. And I want to chat about this because I've had a lot of feedback recently about the online space and about how hard it is to break through, about the algorithm, about challenges that people are experiencing with a reduction in their reach, a reduction in the engagement that they're getting on everything that they're sharing. And I'm also hearing a lot about new ways of doing things, new ways of breaking through, new ways of really getting that traction, of really marketing, of sharing your message, of putting yourself out there. And I really want to share, I guess, a different perspective on this um, because I think that there's, yes, there's been a lot of change in the online world, in the business world, but the ultimate kinds of things that help us to be more you you know, to help us to connect with your audience really haven't changed. It looks like they've changed because of the external world, but the actual process of connecting with others, of attracting those dream clients into your world, of um, really like living your truth and sharing your message haven't actually changed. And so I really want to kind of connect with you on a different level about this and to really, I guess, tap into what it means to be you, tap into that power that you have within you and to draw on this as you run your business, as you lead in the world, as you run your coaching, um, as you operate as a coach and as you bring your best self to everything that you do in your life and your business. So I wanted to start by saying at the outset, I've actually got a cold again, so I'm probably going to cough and splutter. My nose is going to block and I apologize in advance. Um, I've got a young son who's just turned four. He's at childcare and 2022 has been all about the bugs (laughs) that are floating around. It's been all about catching everything that coming and going, not just COVID, but all the colds. Um, And so, yes, I have another cold and I'm going to um, probably cough and splutter, but I apologize in advance. So there's two things that I want you to really be thinking about when it comes to being you, um, whether it be as a coach, as an entrepreneur, or also in your leadership as well. 
And the first one is that the more you you are, the more you enjoy yourself, the easier it is, the lighter things feel, the less you have to think, the more you can just be who you are and share from your heart and trust yourself. Um, But the flip side of this is also that the more deeply you will connect with your clients, the more deeply you'll connect with your team, the more influence that you'll have in the world, the more impact that you'll have in the world, because people will actually start to pay attention. They'll start to feel that you understand them, that you get them, they feel safe with you because you're honest, you're authentic, you're true to yourself, you share from your heart, they feel your energy. And so being yourself is not just about, you know, selfishly being guided by what you want, what you enjoy, what feels good for you. It's also about connecting with others. It's also about building those, you know, those Uh, pulling down those barriers, pulling down those walls and really connecting with other people on a whole other level. So there's a lot of value to be gained from you being yourself, not just for you, but for others as well. And I've got some points that I wanted to chat about and I'll do this as quickly as I can so I don't cough and splutter up for you too much. Um, But the first point is really about understanding what it means to be you. And really what it means to be you is not about changing who you are, becoming someone else, you know, trying to be the best version that you can of you. It's really about letting down all the stuff that's been preventing you letting yourself out. And I think this is just such a common thread, particularly for women, particularly for people in that online space. And I chatted about this with a client this morning as well. Um, One of the things that happens to us as solopreneurs is that we can become a little bit isolated from the bigger picture of the world around us. And we rely much more heavily on our clients, on the people that come into our business to give us feedback about ourselves and how what we're doing is landing. And we can become kind of insular. We start to think about, well, what do they want? What do they expect? What are they looking for from me? And we can guess a lot. We can, you know, draw conclusions from what we're reading, what we're seeing, what we're um, imagining people are actually wanting to see from us. And we start to, you know, kind of create something or curate something that we think others are looking for. And we start to lose connection with who we are what we're about, what we believe in, what our message is, what we are, what is our zone of genius, um, what is our unique magic? Because what we start to do is we start to create something with other people in mind. We start to think about, you know, overthinking. What's our strategy? What are we saying? What is our message? Who is our audience? We start to think too much about it and follow our heart less and less and less in our business. And we start to think that there's a right and a wrong way to do things. And this belief that there's a right and a wrong way to do things stops us from actually following innovative and creative ways of approaching things in our business. We stop uh, looking at the ways in which we might do things uniquely as ourselves and we start to look at what everyone else is doing. We start to get drawn into the noise. We start to see patterns in what's happening in the world around us. We think, you know, maybe if I do this, maybe I'll be able to break through. Maybe if I write like that person, maybe, you know, that person's really successful. I need to find, you know, their method to success and recreate that in my own business. But what happens through this process is we start to lose that connection with our own inner magic and our own unique 
our messages and our own unique convictions, our own unique zone of genius that we have to share with the world, we start to deliver what we deliver in a way that's the same as everyone else. We start to look the same, we speak the same, we share the same kinds of messages. We start to tell ourselves, I can't share that because everyone else is sharing something different right now. This isn't going to match up with what people are expecting to see or what they're wanting to see. But we forget that maybe what we have to offer is different for a reason, that maybe what we have that's unique is actually what the world needs. Um, And we forget to kind of tap into that and say, well, this is my point of difference. Who I am and what I have to bring, my perspective, my experience, my wisdom is actually what makes me different. It's what makes me magic. And that in tapping into this and in tuning out the noise of the world around me, of all of the other, you know, shoulds and coulds and, you know, have tos that are out there could really help me to connect with and share my magic with the world. And I want to give you actually an example of this from my own life Um, for many years. So for those of you that have been in my world for a while will know that I was a psychologist. I was also um, a leader, a senior leader in an online, in a, a government space. So used to saying that I'm in the online space now. I definitely wasn't online back then. We were far from online. Um, but I was a leader in a very kind of, um, evidence-based kind of setting, you know, where we were expected to follow, you know, you can see I'm kind of like seizing up even just talking about it because it wasn't a heart-based space in any way. Um, and the same, I guess, is true for my work in the psychology space as well, where it's an evidence-based arena where the science guides and you know leads us in the way that we practice, in the way that we operate as a leader and as a practitioner as well. And we're expected to be really over what the intellectual property out there says about the best ways of doing things, about the most effective ways of operating within the world, the most effective ways of serving our clients. And so what happens is we start to look outside ourselves and that's what happened to me. I start to look outside myself myself for the answers. I started to look to the research, to the evidence, to the literature in best practice approaches, in the kinds of ways that I could best serve my clients. And what happened was I stopped connecting with that wisdom within me. I stopped trusting myself. I stopped having faith in myself. I stopped feeling confident to really speak from my heart. And I stopped having faith ultimately to be who I was um, because I felt that I had to be a certain way in order to live up to the expectations of my profession, of my discipline, of my leadership roles. And so I felt like I kind of almost had to carve out a persona for myself and that that was what was expected of me, um, that I had to actually tone down who I was, that I had to contri- you know, contain and constrain the person that I was in my heart in order to kind of meet those expectations of my profession. And the more that I did it, the more disconnected I became. And I really like, I did it because I cared so much. I've you know, really, really wanted to be good at my job. I really wanted to be a good leader. I wanted to be a good psychologist. I wanted to be the best practitioner I could be for my clients. Um, But what happened was the further I went, the more disconnected I became. And the more disconnected I became, the less, less me that I felt, the less 
safe I felt. I get the less um, comfortable I was with the fact that I was human, that I was imperfect, that I was going to make mistakes. And so I went along that path for a period of time until it became unsustainable for me because I didn't feel that joy in my heart anymore. I felt like I was living in my head. I felt like I was having to reach out and ask others um, how to do my job because I didn't feel that I could trust myself anymore. And it wasn't about the profession. It was never about the profession. It was never about psychology. It was never about leadership. It was never about the organizations that I was a part of. It was always about me. It was always about my belief within me that there was a right and a wrong way to do things, that there was a rule book that I should follow, that I could get it wrong, that I that making mistakes would be a bad thing, that um, that I could really stuff up. I, I took my responsibilities really seriously and I was afraid of not meeting those responsibilities. I was afraid to be creative. I was afraid to try new things. And I felt very, very constrained by the rules that ultimately I put on myself. They felt like they were outside me, but really I put them on myself. And so I you know, I went on this journey for a period until it was no longer sustainable. And I realized that what I wanted was to just be me. I wanted to speak from my heart. I wanted to be true to myself. I wanted to live authentically. You know, you know, one of the things that I did was I never shared my spiritual side because it wasn't evidence-based. I felt like it didn't align with the work that I'd done over the years. Nobody was interested in what my gut told me or my instincts told me or my inner wisdom told me. You know, I couldn't ever, you know, rely on um, saying that as a way of um, decision or using that side of myself, my inner wisdom and my instincts to guide me in my decision making. I had to rely on these external methods of decision making. And so I decided at this point, I was like, I actually want to tap into my intuition more. I want to draw on that wise part of myself, that higher self. I really want to tap into creative and innovative ways of looking at things and doing things. I want to expand outside this box that I've created for myself. And I felt at the time, you know, letting go of that leadership role, moving into private practice, moving into coaching um, would enable me to feel free to be able to do that. And it was through like letting some of that stuff go, letting some of those rules go, stepping into being who I truly was, um, honoring who I was at my core, um, having faith in that wisdom within me and trusting myself and being led by that experienced person like, you know, I'm 45 right now. I was in my 40s then when, or actually late 30s when I first went into business. And, you know, in the last couple of years since I um, let go of my psychology registration, like I've got a lot of wisdom and experience and life behind me to to draw on. Um, I'm old enough and wise enough and experienced enough to be able to tap into that wisdom within me and to trust it, to have faith in it. And to know who to listen to and to know when to switch off, to know what to filter, you know, like you, I know that you, if you're listening to me, you're probably a very experienced life, you know, you've probably worked in, you know, corporate environments, in leadership environments, you've probably worked, you know, in academic environments, you're likely someone who's highly driven and motivated to create amazing results in your life, just like me. 
and you've got so much within you to draw on. You don't need people telling you what to do. You don't need to you know, feel as though you are not enough. You don't need to feel as though you need more qualifications to do what you're doing. You don't need to feel as though you don't have the nous within you to figure this marketing stuff out, to, to know what to do, to find the path through any challenges which come up along the way. And you know, it's these beliefs that we tell ourselves about not being enough, about not having the skills or experience or the wisdom or the um, credentials to be able to do these things. It's all these beliefs that we tell ourselves that disconnect us from our, who we are. They disconnect us from the knowledge and wisdom we have within us because instead of actually tapping into it and drawing on it and letting it guide us, we start looking outside ourselves. We start asking everybody, how are you doing it? You know, we start watching. We don't even have to ask people to be really heavily influenced by them. We can see them like me showing up online, sharing their message and we absorb it. We see it. We take it on board. We say to ourselves, wow, like they are successful. We see them as successful and we take on board what they're saying as the path. Maybe I should be doing that. Maybe what she's doing is working, so I'd better do it too, you know. And we lose that connection with our own inner wisdom. We lose that connection with who we are. We don't need the how. We can Google it. We can see it every single day when we jump online. What we need is to strip away all of the things that we don't, that we think we don't have, that we think we're not capable of, that we are afraid the areas that we're afraid that we're not enough. And we need to strip that all away. We need to let it all go. We need to just shed the layers of crap <laughs> that we've put on ourselves and start to see who we are. We start to trust who we are. We have faith in who we are. We allow ourselves that magic within to shine out into the world. We start to connect with how we would do it, how we want to do it what feels good for us, what lights us up, what we know um, resonates with our clients, with our audience, with our team, you know, to be the unique leader that we can be, that we want to be, that we dream of being, that we, you know, often that dream that you have, that vision that you have of yourself as your highest self is who you are, unshackled, unleashed into the world. And so this process of, you know, being you is really about letting go of all that crap, letting go of all those layers, letting go of all that bombardment and noise and just tapping into who you really are and letting your space to come out. And this can be, you know, this can take time sometimes because we're so used to constraining her and containing her and trying to get it a match up to some external expectation that we think someone has of us that we're very practiced in doing that the wiring in our brain is there it's established to think about is this okay is this okay to say is this how's this going to land what are people going to think how are they going to respond to this um we, we do this because it is so ingrained in us. We've been taught to do it. We've been taught by society that this is what's expected. And we're taught to put filters over everything that we say, everything we think, everything we do, and to really be thinking about others, you know, prioritizing what others want over what we want as well. And so this process of being you is really about letting all of that go, building our awareness of that inner resource and strength within us, connecting with her 
as often as we can to really do the things that free her, that enable us to hear her voice, that enable us to really feel what it feels like to live true to that amazing person within you and to just keep doing this, to keep practicing this and keep connecting with her. The way that we've done what we've done over the years, the repetition of thinking about others and what they want and need and expect um, and starting to repeat that process of tuning within. And I always want to kind of qualify this by saying, you know, reaching out for help is never a bad thing. But one of the things that we do is we sometimes disempower ourselves by believing that others have the answers that we need. Sometimes, you know, when you're really struggling and you're really low, you need someone to help, you know, center you and help you to feel safe and able to explore that wisdom within you. Um, but a lot of the time we we're not at that pointy end of struggle. We're not at that pointy end of stuckness of where we don't have something within us that we can tap into. And really reaching outside, it's like reaching for your phone. It's kind of like the go-to that we have built in our lives. The go-to in our lives is to look outside. It's to look outside ourselves. What's going on with them? What are they doing? How are they doing it? Um, And instead of tapping into our own inner wisdom. And so this process of awareness is about recognizing that we do that and then starting to build a new practice into our lives of where we actually start to tap in to who we are and what's what's happening within our body. What are we feeling? What are we thinking? What are we feeling? What are we drawn towards? What, what's repelling us? Like really honoring and trusting that space within us that's speaking to us all the time through that practice of doing it. The more we practice it, the more comfortable it will be for us, the more wisdom we'll access, the more we'll realize that this is what is available to us all the time. And the more we'll do it just naturally, the more we'll start to connect and the more we'll start to be able to kind of filter everything else and let go of what's not serving us and really tap into what is. So then part of it is about inviting that inner wisdom to guide you and really like allowing the space and time for those answers to come forth. And sometimes they will come forth from outside of yourself. Sometimes you will tap into that inner wisdom within you and you will formulate some questions about how you want to approach things or you'll be looking for guidance from the universe on particular things. And then by allowing some space and time, the right answers will come to you to the, at the right time and you will know exactly when you receive them. They'll be part of um, your, I guess, your trust in yourself that you will recognize them when you see them. So the answers don't always come from inside you. Sometimes the exact path that connects with your heart is something that you see outside of you, um, but you recognize it because of what is within you, because of who you are and who you wish to be. Like you will recognize it because it will align with what's in your heart, with who you are and the kind of leader, the kind of business owner, the kind of coach that you most want to be. And so this is the power of really connecting with you, with connecting with what it means to be you and being free to be yourself, to not follow the rules that someone else gave you, but to follow your own rules and to recognize when what you're seeing outside of yourself is a good match for you. Um, And so part of this process is really about um, really trusting yourself, trusting that inner guidance and 
achieving that trust and that faith through the practice of doing it. The more that you do it and the more you tap into and you have faith that you know what you're doing or that you have that inner wisdom and that experience to guide you, the more that you will actually start to connect and practice and and draw on that wise, um, enlightened wisdom that you have. So when it comes to your business, it will be you will stop looking at what everyone else is doing and you'll start to think, what would I love to do? What is my mission here? What do I feel called to share? Like, how do I feel called to share it? What's the process that feels good for me? What are the kinds of, you know, frameworks that I want to use to kind of share this that are unique to me that are my signature kinds of frameworks or what are the signature messages that I have that are just unique to me? And how do I want to share that? What's going to feel like love from my heart? What's going to feel creative? What's going to light me up? What's going to make me, when I look at it, feel like, yeah, this is really, this is who I am embodied. Um, This is me sharing my message in a way that I know is going to connect because it's truly and authentically me from my heart. It's my zone of genius. It's the message that I have to share with the world. It's exactly what I know others need to hear from me because it's what I'm called to share. My heart's calling me, my spirit is calling me, and that universal wisdom is calling me to share that. Um, So these are just some ideas to really kind of help you think about, well, what does it mean to be you? How can you kind of let go of all that stuff that's been holding you back before? And how can you step more truly into being you so that then you can more powerfully serve the world, serve that audience that you have, serve that team that you're working with or leading um, and really like coaching to your most, you know, incredible like one of the things that makes you a powerful incredible coach is your ability to be present and you can only be present when you've let go of all the stuff when you've let go of all the ideas about how you think you should be when you can let go of all of the rules about how you should practice when you can let go of um, the inner kind of thought process that's happening and you can actually just be there and attentive and present with your clients so you know being you being you enables you to not just market your business and break through the noise and to reach those dream clients that you want to work with and to connect with them at a deeper level and for them to feel your energy and to know that they want to be in your space but it also helps you to be the best coach that you can be for them for you to love what you do for you to just let it flow from your heart for you to stop thinking so hard about it and to tap into that wisdom within you as you're supporting people and to trust yourself to be decisive to you know be empowering to say what needs to be said even when it's scary even when it might upset someone or they might not necessarily want to hear it right now like it's that trust that you have in yourself through this process that enables you to do all of these things and you know far from that you know information that I heard in that podcast yesterday about like the strategy being the most important thing the strategy is the least important thing the most important thing is that you're following what feels good for you that you're carving out a process and a an approach and a strategy that works for you that feels good for you that you believe in that you trust in that you have faith in the strategy itself you can use any strategy you want and If you look online right now, you're going to see people using all kinds of different strategies successfully. It's not the strategy 
it's the person delivering it it's not the strategy you know you could have an amazing strategy that works beautifully for you and you tell me to do it and I can't make it work because it doesn't connect with me it doesn't feel good for me it doesn't resonate it doesn't it doesn't enable me to shine my light out into the world and so far from being the approach that you should be following um, really the strategy is is about finding what works for you it's about finding what works for you and what feels good for you what lights you up what you believe in what you can deliver with confidence Um, it's not about someone else telling you how to do it it's about you actually connecting in with being who you are trusting yourself and following that path that's carved out within you um, that that path that will lead you to the success and the impact and the outcomes that you dream of in your business in your life as well and for you to really like come away from it feeling like yeah I lived my purpose I I shared my light in the world and I feel really like fulfilled and happy and others feel it too they feel it too those people in your world are looking for you to be you so that they can hear your message so that they can know is this person a good fit for me or not? If they're not, I can switch them off. If they are a good fit, I'm going to follow them. I'm not going to follow every man and his dog because this person is sharing something that really connects with me. And for a period of time, you know, you might be the person they follow and then they find someone else that kind of matches their energy at that point in time in their life. And that's you know exactly how it should be that we're able to kind of be discerning about what we take in about what actually matches who we are and who we dream of being and that higher self within us so I hope this has been helpful um, and that these ideas have resonated with you Um, one of the things I want to share before I finish up today is I'm actually I have a, a launch on right now called free to be me um it's all about really like shedding those layers shedding that fear the doubt the worry the uncertainty the imposter syndrome the perfectionism the belief that there's a right and wrong way to do things and to kind of shed all those layers and let go of all that stuff that we've built up over the years and step truly into being who you are like to step into your heart to to find who's truly in there to you know feel safe to express from your heart without having to overthink things without having to worry about how they're landing with other people to just be who you are and to share that light that you have with the world knowing that as you do this that you're serving the world at your highest level that you're really making the difference that you're here to make and that people it's going to resonate with the right people because you are sharing you're sharing your energy you're sharing your inspiration you're sharing your magic you're sharing your zone of genius and that that is what is going to help the right people flow into your world it's going to help them to find you to see you to recognize you and to start to delve further into what you're sharing what you're offering and how you can really help them to achieve and create the kinds of magic that they want to achieve and create in their lives so this program it's an amazing program it's an online program it's available right now Um, it includes a couple of workbooks so there's a pre-work journal which you can dive into which starts to help you to release straight away some of this stuff that's been um, holding you down or you know preventing you letting yourself out into the world and then there is a workshop and a workbook that goes with that which helps you to really think about 
and really tap into that magical woman within you and to start to think about how you can let more of her out, how you can um, release the expectations that you have of yourself, the kinds of things that have been holding you back uniquely to you, the kinds of messages that you've been believing um, that have prevented you letting her out before and to start to really fully step into that power that you have, to fully step into being the magical woman that you are and feeling free to be you ultimately. So the program is, as I said, digital online available right now in the portal. All you need to do is sign up. It's available for, I think it's one more week. It's closes on the 31st of August Australian time. When you dive in, I'll pop um, a link to the page in the notes below this video. Um, when you click on it, there's a countdown timer so you can see how much time you've got left to kind of read and have a think about whether it feels like a good fit for you or not. And I would encourage you to do this, to really just tap into how do I feel? How do I feel when I think about doing this, releasing these parts of myself that have been holding me back? How do I feel when I think about being more me, not having to think so hard about things, not having to hold myself back, not having to you know, question whether what I'm going to say is going to upset someone or if it's going to land or, you know, whether other people are going to, you know, get triggered by something I'm going to say. It's just about letting the whole you out. So as you read it and as you process what it is and, you know, sit with it, just really feel into how does this feel for me? Imagine yourself actually um, diving in and freeing yourself, all of this stuff and just being you, being 100% you in your business, in your life, in everything that you do um, and freeing yourself, all that energy that you've been expending, kind of overthinking, worrying, you know, perfecting things um, and just letting that all go so that you are free to just be who you are. So I hope that you love this program. I have, I have no doubt that you will. It's an incredible program. I do this program myself every year um, and it just releases more and more and enables me to really show up and be who I am in the world um, and share my own unique magic. So I can 100% vouch for this program myself. It's incredible. Uh, at the moment, it is $27 Australian dollars for the program itself. And there is also a VIP option where you can have uh, coaching for one month um, alongside the digital program for $997, which is an amazing value program as well. In the VIP option, I'll be working with you one-on-one -on -one to really like bed down some of this work, to really release some of those sticky points that you're having trouble releasing yourself and to really like support you to shine your light into the world in a confident and, you know, powerful and magical way. So thank you so much to, to you for listening to this video and for joining me for this session. I hope that you've found it really helpful and powerful in shifting things and really letting more of who you are out into the world. I've really, I'm so grateful that you joined me and I look forward to seeing you next time. Until then, take care. Bye. Thanks for listening. I'm so glad that you were able to join me for this podcast. If you enjoyed the podcast, I'd love it if you could please leave a review to let me know. And if you'd like to reach out, be a guest on this podcast or share your thoughts on a topic that we've covered, please get in touch at coaching at emilywilkes.com. I'd love to hear from you.